0: Hello, I'm Brie Benfell, actress, model, co-founder
1: of Anjaya and mother to a baby girl Theodora. And I'm Sharon Wong, founder and CEO of Mother's Work, author of Woman and Mother to Three Young Adults. We are two mummies wanting to share the dirty truths about motherhood. Get informed by experts, listen to inspiring mamas and giggle with us as we talk about the things no one else will. Welcome to the Making of Motherhood podcast. I am
0: delighted and so excited to have two women that inspire me on the daily, on social media and in real life. They're my favourite people to follow on Instagram. And I think they are the coolest people I know. They just exude coolness. And I wish I had that. They are both mothers of two children. They are best friends and the founders of elementary. The reason I met Sharon is also because of you, Erica. Thank you so much. (laughs) So basically, we have you to thank for creating this podcast. So let's get stuck in. Welcome to the making of motherhood. Charmaine and Erica.
2: Hello.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And guess how I met them. Yeah, tell my me. first two mum influences. Oh my. They introduced <laughs> me to social media. Do you remember, Sham? Yeah, we worked with Mother's Book for what, two and a half, almost yeah, three almost years? Almost three years, I think. Five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That we did. We're at the start of elementary, actually. And the start of our first social media moms. You got me onto it and I started my own Instagram because I was learning from these two. That's so cool. <laughs> we go way back. We do. You were learning from us. We were learning from you. Yeah, so you saw them pregnant? The second child. Because when yeah. I met them, both Zola and Charlie was one, were yeah, I think one and a half. Was, yeah, about yeah, there. So they had just recovered. I'm like, huh? The babies are so young, <laughs> but I'm glad I was with them when they were pregnant with number two.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, can you guys explain your children? How old are they? Explain first. our children. <laughs>
2: yeah. I would like someone to explain. Yeah. Them to us. <laughs> Introduce yourselves and your children. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. So, yep. I'm
3: Charmaine, and I have two kids, Charlie, aged seven, and Daria aged four. And so, Eric and I run a marketing and branding agency together, Elementary, which we started when Zola was born. She yeah, Zola was Zola's
2: born. Which yeah, it's the a- same age as Zola. Yeah, which is a nice segue for me to introduce Zola. Yeah. <laughs> who is eight years old, just like Elementary. But sometimes she feels like she's 16. Mm-hmm. And Ari, my son, who is is six. Primary one next year. Oh my gosh. Oh my
1: wait, gosh, wait, six. that means I've known you longer than six years. Because
2: yeah. Yeah. you were you're pregnant with
1: number two. Probably known us for like seven years. Oh my goodness, time flies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whoa. Time flies when you're having kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't truth. know about that. <laughs> my youngest just flew the nest. <laughs> oh. Yeah, how's that, Sharon? Empty Nesta?
0: Woohoo! Travel the world, partying it up. <laughs> We've got time for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was actually hoping that these two would go for three is perfect, but they did not.
2: Hmm. I mean, we do think about it. We mm-hmm. have to admit, like we always think, like oh, we could have another. Like you know, as the two older nice. ones are getting older, we're yeah. Oh, like, there's some space in this arm for a baby.
0: So you guys are like best friends, and you both had babies really around the same time. Did you plan it, <laughs>
2: much, like one after yeah, another? beaten, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. So what's the age group? Sorry, okay, but Zola first, yeah. So it's literally
2: Zola, and then the next year Charlie, Charlie, then, then the next year Ari, and then,
3: and then and then I wanted to get pregnant again, and Erica was like, just wait. Yeah, I said, yeah. like take one more year of Charlie. Yeah. It's going
2: to be great. Yeah,
3: Because I, I remember Charlie was just like turning one and I was like, I'm ready, I want to get pregnant And again. I told you that
2: too, breathe the last time yeah. I was here. <laughs> and was she like, was
3: like, you know, it's great, but yeah. I feel like
2: if I you can had afford a to wait. And if I had a choice, I think I would have waited just one more year. Yeah. No, but what's the age gap between uh, Zola and Ari? Two years, but I got pregnant when Zola was 18 months.
1: So mine's about the same. All my three kids are two years and two months apart.
3: Yeah, Charlie and Dahlia, the age gap, is three years. It was perfect. It's nice, I'm very glad that I waited that one extra year. Thanks, Amy. No
0: problem. (laughs) (laughs) So, can I ask how old you guys were when you were first pregnant? No, when you were first pregnant.
3: Oh, 31. I was 30.
0: Nice. Yeah.
3: Actually, when did you meet each other? When we were 15, 14. I mean, we met when we were teenagers. We knew who each other were in primary school, but we were not friends until we were like sec three. Yeah, so we're close 15. friends when we were
2: fifteen, but we've always been in the same primary school and secondary school. Wow, I love it. Yeah, I love your friendship. <laughs> it's been long. Yeah, <laughs> I just love so you guys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, we we got closer in in sec three. And then we were also
2: in cheerleading. Yeah. Get. Actually different, all,
3: different teams, hey. but yeah. Yeah, it was Actually, there's a, there's
2: a funny story because actually we're both more creative, right? So we're terrible <laughs> oh in God. math, but the story is it. that yeah. we became close friends because math brought us together. Because <laughs> yeah. we were really? in a crap math <laughs> <path>
3: together. <laughs> yeah. we, we were forced to take A-math for yeah. O-levels and, yeah. and we were terrible so bad at it. it. So they yeah. had like a special class For <laughs> girls who were bad at math, And Erica and I were in that yeah. class And we sat together And that's how we became and girls then We just sat at the back Did not pay attention yeah, at Did all. not get any better at yeah. math. Did and you pass? Nope Oh we we also hatched a plan to leave the O level exam early, but due to a miscommunication, and it did not happen. Erica left and then waited like one and a half hours for me to leave yeah. the exam.
2: That's a story literally for another day. It's so funny.
0: <laughs> that's a good story. I mean, I hate math as well, and I <laughs> suck. At but math. that's
2: what brought us together, math. I love it. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I suck at math too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Look at us. <laughs> it's because we're all creative. So that's probably why. So I want to go to your pregnancies. Did you have different experiences with your two pregnancies? Or were they identical? How were they? Should I go first? Yeah, you got pregnant first.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the order. Um, I think I'm one of those annoying and lucky moms that actually had really easy pregnancies both times. Another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we- think, <laughs> <laughs> I think with Zola... I also think that it really was my intention to also try to have an easy pregnancy. And I was glad that I did. So I was still keeping very active. Like, I didn't really sort of change my lifestyle. Some mothers feel like they need to change the way they do things a little bit. But I was still equally active. And like, even my father-in-law would make comments like, Hey, you know, you don't have to walk so fast. Or you don't have to pick up this thing. Just get Kevin to pick it up for you if you drop it. I'm like, But I can do it, you know. And I think just sort of having that mentality really helped me through. Like, I didn't feel that anything was too difficult for me to do. Sure, my belly got in the way. At some point in time, Kevin had to tie my shoelaces or buckle my sandals. But I feel like most of it I could do. The only difference with Ari, I think, was that the morning sickness was way worse. And then immediately, everyone was like, oh, it must be a boy because it's treating you differently than when you had Zola, you know? And it was true. And it was true, yeah. But I think that was, I think morning sickness with Ari, like, I didn't even like the taste of plain water. For the first trimester So I couldn't drink water I had to drink like Ribena Same Or like yeah. Lemon juice Like it was just the Like water That's so disgusting What did to you eat? I could eat normally So it was very strange Like everything else Was fine to me But when it came to water I was just like Why is There's something wrong With my water It's bitter <laughs> And it's slimy Like <laughs> I would tell Kev yeah. And he'd be like This is normal water yeah. What are you talking about? I'm like okay. No can totally empathise with that. Yeah, and I didn't understand because I didn't experience any of that with Zola. Yeah, so my pregnancies were actually quite a breeze and I'm so thankful.
1: What about you, Shah? Uh, wish I could say the same.
3: Oh. <laughs> but like both times around, I had really, really, really bad morning sickness. So for the first three and a half months, I was pretty much like bed bound. Oh, so I couldn't even stand the smell of my husband's soap. Like, he would come out of the shower and I'd be like, oh my god, you smell terrible. He's like, what do you mean I just showered." I'm like, no, your soap is so bad. It's so fragrant. And he's like, okay, so should I change to non-fragrant soap? Like, you know, like fragrance-free soap. So he had to switch his soaps. I couldn't drink water either. I couldn't stand the taste of my saliva. Oh my oh god! Gosh. I was constantly spitting into a plastic bag. It was oh no. really uncouth
0: and like, so not fun. Did you throw up? A lot.
3: Oh a my lot. gosh. Both. Pregnancy. Both pregnancies. Wow. So both girls. <laughs> <laughs> they did not treat me well those first three
0: months. It's yeah. difficult because that's when people don't know. Or yeah. a lot of people don't announce their pregnancies. And it was
3: like, immediately after I find out I'm pregnant, and you know, it would be early on in a pregnancy, like within the next week, it would just be like non-stop nausea for the next three and a half months. So that was pretty bad. But after that, I immediately bounced back to normal. I feel fine. And like Erica, I think we both kept very busy. We worked all the way until we gave birth. Literally, with Dahlia, I was like working on Excel. And then my motor broke.
0: (laughs) Oh my
3: gosh! (laughs) (laughs) But with Dahlia, it was a little bit more complicated. So recently, I shared about how I thought I lost her. So I had gone to Tokyo for a holiday... And it was like the start of my second trimester. And in the plane on the way back, I went to the toilet and I was just bleeding. Like just Not just spotting, but like full-on bleeding. And I just broke down because I couldn't go to the hospital. I was in a plane. Thank God we were only like an hour and a half away from Singapore. So shout out to Singapore Airlines. They were wonderful. They like got a wheelchair for me, brought me straight down to Raffles Medical in the airport. And then I went straight to like the hospital and I had to stay in bed. For the next, I think two weeks.
1: Yeah, it was all in rest. hospital for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. and they really? were like, you can't
3: even bathe because there are blood clots in your womb, and if you move, you might bleed. So just like stay there. I'm like, I just got out of a plane, but yeah. I can't bathe. And then was put on bed rest for the next trimester. So the the s- whole trimester. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to walk up the stairs, so I had to move into my mom's place and stay in a bedroom on the first floor. I couldn't carry Charlie. You know, she was like, why? Because she was only like two and a half then.
1: I remember that. Yeah. I remember because it was a family vacation to Mm, Tokyo. Yep. And I remember I did catch up with Derek later and he's like, yes. Too stressful, should not have gone on a trip. Yeah, it was a lot of walking yeah. and like carrying Charlie and the but stroller. But you don't know,
3: you know. Yeah, because I felt fine, yeah. you know. But thankfully, everything was okay. and You just needed
0: the bed rest. Yeah. <laughs> so, so
3: that was your third you trimester?
0: That was your third trimester? Second trimester. Second trimester. Second trimester Start of second.
3: All tri- tri- yeah, so the whole second trimester, pretty much most of it, I was confined-ish to my bed. Wow. Yeah.
0: And you were a mother already, so that yeah. was difficult
3: too. Yeah. Derek had to pull his weight even more often. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> My parents were great as well. I and mean, she would come and stay over once in a while, so... Yeah.
1: But what was the reason?
3: I have the, no idea. Because
1: a lot of uh, women Clotting actually, in the womb. A lot of women actually have bed rest here from like second trimester onwards until delivery. Yeah. In the hospital, I mean, we're not talking about just stay home, but like bed rest.
3: But it was so weird because I didn't feel ill. I was in no pain. You know, I wasn't weak or anything like that. So it just felt so odd to be just like stuck in bed or... Minimal movement, no exercise and stuff like that. Even yeah. on the
2: plane, when you bled, did you feel pain? No, nothing. Yeah, I thought I wet
3: myself. No. I was like, did I pee my pants? Was going on.
0: And it's dark, right? Because you know, yeah. like the plane, like cabin is dark. So gosh, that's scary. I'm sorry you had to go through that, but okay. yeah, it all so worked so we were out. Like, oh, Dalia's a fighter. She's mm-hmm. very strong. It's true. <laughs> oh, she's so sweet. Oh, so cute. (laughs) Okay, then we're going to now talk about your births. I don't know if I know about your births or if I do. I've forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) You can start. You can go with your... So you went straight
3: from bed rest to delivery. My last trimester, I was... You went back home. Yeah, I went back home. I was back to like going to work and events and like, you know, just doing normal things. So with Charlie, I had planned, I think, for a regular delivery, but... Mm -hmm. It became an emergency C-section with her when she arrived the day after my birthday. Okay. And then with Dahlia, they were like, you know, you already had like a slightly complicated first birth, so you should opt for a C-section. again. I was like, okay, fine. And her estimated due date was around the same time as me and Charlie's birthday. So I was like, okay, I might as well just schedule it for the day before my birthday. So our birthdays <laughs> will be in a row, right? But my water broke. Before I was supposed To go to the hospital I had, pl- I had it planned out My last meal Before going to hospital Was be- going to be Prata <laughs> But as I was getting ready To go and have supper My water broke I oh had to rush gosh. me To the hospital
1: And it became an Emergency C-section again Thank you Dahlia But she arrived
3: But she arrived On, the, she arrived on yeah. the day that we
1: Yeah we had planned So the three of you Three days apart what? I mean as one day apart so, consecutive, days. Yeah, consecutive Consecutive so like, three days Of birthday celebrations mm, yeah. yeah Festival Wow Yeah Have you not Seen on social media
0: Hello <laughs> You know <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention! I actually didn't know it was three days. I
1: yeah, didn't it's know like it was twenty fifth, twenty sixth October. <laughs> That's insane! I just thought it's like in the same month, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so did I. It's That's a real
3: Oktoberfest so cool. in our family.
0: Wow! How were your C sections? Obviously, it's a major surgery.
3: <laughs> I, like, I know we were looking at each other because both of us were like, "We're all okay. <laughs>
0: cute We bounced
2: back." Really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess for... for, You had a C-section too? I did. both both. both of them. So with Zola, she actually... It's funny actually. The story was that I went for a checkup, like a standard checkup. I was 38 weeks on a Friday. I still remember. And the doctor was like, okay, you're doing great. You know, we can try to see the baby through to full term. And then in two weeks, you know, we'll deliver. I planned to have a regular birth. So that Friday, he said, What you can do to make sure, I guess, to help baby along and make sure she's in the right position so that it's easy for you is that you should walk, you should do your squats, you should go swimming, you should do all these things, right? So, he tells me this on Friday. On Saturday, this clever girl here decides, like, I'm going to do all of that. that the doctor said, I'm going to do my squats, I'm going to (laughs) walk, I'm going to swim. Overzealous. Yeah, overzealous. (laughs) Like, not spread it out at all. Just one shot, one day. I just did everything. And on Saturday at 1am, I remember... Kevin made me supper, so he cooked for me and I was sitting at the kitchen counter in my in-law's house and he made me like a bihun soup, like a, a miso like an instant packet, right? And then he gave it to me and just as he turned around to make himself a packet, my water broke and it was just like flushing water, right? And he, he told me this later, but like he turned around and he was like, I just made that apple she dropped the whole thing. Because <laughs> he thought, like... That was what she the water, Yeah, the water washing thought you got the like, same. Yeah, and am just yeah. like, what is this? Yeah. And he was like, and I was like, my water just broke, right? And I couldn't believe it because like, oh crap. Maybe I shouldn't have been so crazy to, like, I guess, do all the activities that a doctor advised yeah. me, right? But anyway, literally like a movie... Kevin is like running around like trying to make sure he's got everything <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I have to shower because my <laughs> <laughs> water broke and I'm going to hospital and I don't know when I'm going to shower yep. again next, Priorities. Right? Yeah,
0: so that is sh- a very
2: important thing to remember. <laughs> yeah. Anybody listening,
0: you have time. If your waters break, yeah. have a shower. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I
2: think like with your first child, a lot of times, women think like, oh, if my water breaks, I better get to the hospital because, and it's normal because I feel like you just don't know what's going to happen and for some women, the babies do come quick anyway, right? But I felt fine I just knew my water broke, but I wanted to shower, so I went in the shower. And Kevin's like, "Oh my gosh, do you have time?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I have time to shower. Don't worry, right?" And he's just <laughs> wearing whatever he was in. And this is like 1 a.m., so he's technically in his pajamas. He's not even like. <laughs> he really didn't even to go out. No, huh? this dude leaves the house in whatever he's wearing, and he doesn't pack the stuff for himself. He just takes clothes <laughs> and I change and everything. And at that time, kind of similar to my head wraps, I like like scarves and throws, right? I'm just like, "Hey, have you seen my polka dot <laughs> like head wrap?" And he's like we have to go now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. Oh, I look my best when I meet my child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, after he told my mom, he was like, oh my gosh, this one, her water broke and she's bathing and like looking nice and combing her hair and I'm just like, let's go. But it was really funny, I guess, to see. In the end, Zola took 30 hours mm. to get out. I went in on a Saturday. She was born on a Monday morning. Whoa, I like whoa. missed the whole day. And at KK Hospital, the birthing suite doesn't have any windows, right? So you're just like, do-do-do. I heard moms coming in, babies crying, them leaving, and I was (laughs) still there. And it just took so long to, I guess, dilate that finally when she arrived.
1: No, so she was a natural birth? No, what? still. What, 30 Stop. hours later? I
0: it's still. Oh, so a you went and had all the contractions, everything, and then yeah, ended so, up in a C section But the
2: amazing thing was that when the nurse took, I don't even know what it's called anymore, but when she was trying to read the contractions that were happening, she was like, you're having a contraction now? Do you feel okay? I'm like, yeah, I feel fine. There was no pain. I was just like, I'm good. I can watch TV, right? But I think after maybe 12 hours, I wasn't dilating quick enough anymore. So they had to induce me with oxytocin. And then, that was when I asked for the epidural. And when I was like, this is crazy. I cannot do this on my own, I suppose. yeah. And then after that, I dilated pretty quick. And then I did try to push. So I tried to push, but by which time Zola had turned so that her ears were basically facing up. like Her ear was Mm. facing up. And then when the doctor came to check, he said, you know, we can try to assist her, use some forceps to pull her out. But he didn't advise it because he would have to grip her ears. Mm. So he was like, you can make a choice. You can you can try this. We can use a vacuum or some forceps to try get her out. But it's going to be tricky, right? He was going to try and turn her. So he said, you know, we can for a C-section. And I guess at that point in time, I was just like, do whatever it takes to get her out safely. I don't want to hurt her. I can take a C-section. I'll be fine, right? But what I didn't know was that with an emergency C-section at KK, your husband can't go with you. Oh, really? really? Yeah. Oh. So in KK, if it's an emergency, your husband can't go along with you. So mm. you're the only one in yeah, the surgery so I was. Yeah, and I was freaking... So then I started to cry. out. was just like, oh my gosh! Like, I've never had an operation before in my entire yeah. life. Same. Never. Yeah, so until like, then. Yeah, so this was going to be like my first major one and like, I don't know anyone that's like talking to me or bringing or wheeling me or getting me ready. And the, also, when I checked in, I think in the hurry to do whatever, like I'm left-handed, but they put the drip in my left hand. And I was like, it's okay. Don't worry about it, right? It's fine with me. But then I couldn't sign anything that I needed to
0: sign. I was like, oh my gosh.
2: Okay, this is not to say that KK was a bad experience because I loved the doctors there. Everyone was really awesome. It's just the circumstance, right? Of what was happening. Right. Finally, when I was in the operating theatre, I think this is something that I feel I always think about because they push you in and they tell you okay they're going to give you the anesthetic and you know you're from waist down you're not going to feel anything so they put an ice block on your cheek and they ask you can you feel this I'm like yep right so it's cold and then they move it down your body to, to I guess gauge with your body is ready or not mm. for the operation but all the time, like, <laughs> she's you asking me, can it? you feel this? I'm like, yes, I can feel it. Wait, what well, am I supposed to feel? Am I supposed to feel cold? Am I supposed to feel, supposed to feel the weight? Because I can feel it. And then they're like, okay, no, you're okay, you're okay. I'm like, I told you I can feel it, but you're saying I'm okay. So <laughs> And you're by yourself. And I'm on my own. But the good thing is obviously that Zola arrived. And I think I'll always remember the moment that I knew that she was born. Because obviously I felt her. Leave Leave your body. Leave my body. And she was crying at the top of her lungs, right? And the most amazing thing to me was that when the nurse brought her over and I just said, Hi, baby. And it was silence. Like, she stopped crying. And I had, like, a complete moment of her. Like, I looked at... Oh my gosh, don't
0: make me cry. I I looked...
2: It was like, I never... You know, being a first-time mom, you just don't know what to expect when you meet your baby. But it was literally like an eye-to-eye moment, and I was like, "Look at this baby!" Yeah, <laughs> so and sweet. And she looked at me, and I'm like, "I'm your mommy!" And I burst into tears. And obviously, like they had to, you know, clean her up. And then Kevin was the first one that got to carry her, and then my mom. And then it took a while before I got to see her, but it was such a special experience. Like I'm so glad that you know we had that.
0: That's so sweet. Yeah. You got tears in my eyes. <laughs> And then your second C-section.
2: Yeah, so Ari, well, at 30 weeks, I tried to have a VBAC. But the doctor was like, okay, at 30 weeks, we'll have a review. If Ari isn't going to be as big as Zola, you can probably try for a VBAC. He was really supportive. But by 30 weeks, Ari was like way past 30. And he's like, you know, your baby's really big. And if you saw my babies, they have really big heads. Thanks to my husband. Even when I saw I was like, woo, thank God I didn't push you out, right? (laughs) For Ari, it was the same. It was almost like a repeat situation. But at this time, planned for him, obviously, which day we were going to have the C-section to get him out. So Kevin could come in with me. So that was much more calming. Mm. Yeah, that's right. nice. And then, yeah, and then Ari was born, cutie pie. Boom. Yeah, because I
1: think you know what to expect, right? Second one. So you plan it better because, you know, I don't want an emergency C-section. I mean, if I'm going to have a C thought- anyway. I thought I would have a planned scene, but I
3: still had
2: like (laughs) a water break and the contractions and an emergency. But you know, it's like training for motherhood because you can plan everything, but the kids just have their own plans.
1: You can't
0: plan everything. Yeah, you can. You just can't. So once all your babies arrived, how was that? I think that's probably the most overwhelming. You've done all of this and then you get home and Mm -hmm. of course the breastfeeding.
3: Yeah, that's probably the most overwhelming
1: bit. I think just... Figuring out breastfeeding yes. At least for me For the first it. one First child Or even the second one You've forgotten Or is it safe When the
3: second one came out, I was like I remember how much Like feel
1: good mm. for Not me fun. Yeah it wasn't
3: fun for me That's probably why I gave up After three months or so Especially when I went back to work I was like no
0: Did you suffer pain Did you have mastitis What was the issues I just you?
3: never felt like I was feeding them enough You know, I always had, like, a problem with supply. I would try to eat all the different things and have the massages and everything, but never felt like I had enough milk. Just trying to express milk as well so that my husband could feed them from the bottle. It was just so tiring and so painful. And after a while, I was like, you know, I'm already very tired. (laughs) I feel like I'm just adding to my own stress when I don't need to. Like, I'm putting this pressure on myself. Nobody was telling me, like, you have to breastfeed her. And even my mom just was like, you know, whatever... Feels good for you. Just like, you know, don't feel pressured. And so after a while, it's just like, I don't think I can take this. And so I'm just going to stop.
0: So did you go straight to formula? Yeah, I did. How did you choose the formula?
3: I asked Erica. <laughs> I like, hey, what
0: formula did you use for Zola? <laughs> yeah, it was similar, like, yeah. Exactly. And I was like, okay, I'll try.
3: There was no issues. Like Charlie took to it immediately.
0: Amazing. So, yeah. Did yeah. you have a confinement, nanny?
3: No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't neither have a confinement
0: nanny? No, neither did I. Neither did Eric. Both yeah. of
3: us didn't have confinement yeah. So how did you cope? Well, I mean, we lived with our in-laws. Yeah. At right? that time, we lived, I lived with my in-laws. Yeah.
2: So and you get help.
3: Yeah, so there is help yeah. around no, the my house. My mother-in-law
2: cooked and she would research like, oh, what things were good for me to eat and she would prepare like the dishes. Yeah, my,
3: my mom would come over almost every day and she would cook, or she would work with the helper to cook, And so, but I wanted to do the night feeds and, like, yeah, I just wanted to it figure actually. it out on my own because yeah. I didn't want to be dependent on someone else after that one month. Um, and I think our husbands were great as well. Yeah,
2: our husbands are super hands-on so that was yeah. good.
3: Yeah, my husband sleeps very late so I was like okay you can do the really late night feeds and he was more than happy to anyway. Nice. Yeah, because that fit with his bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I would like crash and then he would do the night
1: feeds. I met a lot of mums who like to do that. Night feet on their own Because you sit in the nursery Especially the first baby You sit mm-hmm. in the nursery You're by yourself It's just you and the baby It's quiet time And you're like I'm going to figure this one out By night feeds, I think he's like Doing like the 3-4am
3: feeds. So I have still felt like I had a lot of alone time With them mm.
0: Did you co-sleep? Uh,
3: no they slept in a Cot next to me Like next to my bed But definitely I brought them into the bed Every once in a while Like when you're too tired Just like okay, <laughs> Yeah <you> know, Yeah <laughs> I thought I would be against co-sleeping, but I have to. Admit, I kind of love it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like, they're so cuddly. Yeah, you know. my no, I love my, my youngest one, she'll find her way into our bed in the middle of the night, like nowadays. And I'm just like, come here. My husband would be like, oh my god, bring her down. I'm
0: like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for when Thea can come in room. Now yeah. she's sleep trained. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I mean
3: Dalia was like that for a <laughs> while as well. And then once she figured out how to get out of her bed on her own. She would come in in the middle of the
0: night. Yeah. I'll just
3: wake up and she'll be in my bed in the morning.
0: Oh, yeah. no, yeah. so it's cute! Yeah, that is the cutest
3: thing. Yeah, yeah. When, and
2: when they want you to cuddle them, just cuddle the heck out of them. Yes. Right? And I think yeah. the, for the both of us, like our firstborns are very independent. Two. They're just in like, independent. like, you know, I'm good, mom, yeah. I don't need you. But our little ones. Give are me a like, kiss. How about his bum instead? Yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I ask for a kiss and she'll just give me her cheek. Yep. Like to kiss her. I'm like, no, I ask for all a kiss, right? <laughs> yeah, but our our younger ones are super much. Ari is six years old and like maybe he'll hate me saying this on a podcast, but like even now he comes into our room to yeah. like cuddle and he always says like mommy, let me give you the best huggles ever. It's and you really do. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. be twenty seconds. <laughs> Only. So cute. Yeah. yeah, no, but he thinks so it's like really cute. long, right? He's like, yeah, it's
0: adorable. <laughs> it's so, so nice. So how was breastfeeding for you?
2: So I also really enjoyed the night feeds like Sharon was mentioning like just having that like alone time with them and just like talking to them at night when the whole house is asleep it just felt really like just nice and special and for both of them I felt I had those same experiences so Zola and Ari from the time we brought them home they've shared a room so they slept on their own so Zola would be fast asleep actually both my kids are really good sleepers I'm so thankful so she would just be sleeping and then I would go in and feed Ari and like you know just talk to him and he would be so good at going back to bed When he was a baby So yeah, I really enjoyed those moments And like I mentioned earlier Before we started recording I fed Ari till he was almost 3 years old Yeah, with Zola, she stopped when she was 18 months When I was pregnant with Ari She just chose herself Oh, your milk tastes funky (laughs) I don't want it no more (laughs) And then I think with Ari, because it was so long I did start getting questions from people like Oh, you know, when do you think you're going to stop feeding him. Like, you know, he's getting older. But I... Did you just say forever? uh, Yeah. (laughs) As long as he wants. I guess like in my mind, I didn't really think of a cutoff time. But at the same time, he also still felt so young and still felt, you know, he needed it. And I guess in some ways, maybe I needed that time with him too. Yeah. And I knew that Similar to Zola that when he was ready, he would sort of let me know. I would just talk to him like, you know, are you sure you still want mommy's milk? Like, is there anything there even? Like, literally, we we planned a girl's trip with our friends, me and Sham. I think it was September of the year that Ari had turned two. And at that time, I just thought there wasn't much left that he was just drinking for comfort. Oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah, so we went on this trip and I'm like, I don't need to bring a pump. There's nothing in this, right? I go on this trip and the first day there my boobs are up. To oh my, my colourboard. <laughs> I was yeah. engorged. Did you I have was to like squidge out. Yeah. I was like Sham, I have so much milk. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, we were in Bali, we yeah. like on an island. I was like, I need to shower, and I just spent so long in there trying to like express no, <laughs> and milk oh yourself. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, I literally
0: done that before. Yeah, with Capella with Ming, and I was yeah. Ming. I literally <laughs> had to go into a warm shower yeah. and just <laughs> squish. Out. Yeah. Like, this is a moment I'll never forget. Yeah,
2: I literally. I, It is a moment when you're like, what am I doing? Like, I just didn't think that I had any milk left. Like, he was, literally, I thought he was just drinking for comfort and there wasn't anything there.
0: I was going to ask that. Like, was it full feeds? Yeah. Because I actually don't know once they get older, what, exactly. how many meals do they need?
2: Exactly. (laughs) And to be honest, I was never, like, calculative like that. I just never knew. I just let him drink on both sides. And he was a very hungry baby. Like, I would have to feed him every two hours. And, like, Sham, at some points, I felt like, oh, maybe he's not getting enough from me. And I was open to like, okay, supplementing it with formula. But he would drink everything, like my boobs, the milk. He would like... And then when he was six months, he would eat. He's like a super good eater. He was a super chubby baby, <laughs> right? Yep. I didn't think I was overfeeding him. Because when he was full, he just would stop. And so I was like, all right, you know, he doesn't want anymore. And it was fine. And he's got really good eating habits, like even, no. even until now. Yeah. yeah, when he was almost three, he finally just kind of stopped on his own. I think he was just full from eating everything inside that he was eating. And he just... Didn't mean he didn't eat me anymore.
1: So, did know. you ever
2: feed him formula? I did, yeah. So he when, would drink it as well? He, was, he would drink the <laughs> formula. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> you remember how like, I know, chubby I he was. I remember
1: how he ate. Yeah, I remember he we, we had him at a photo shoot and you put food and yeah. it just disappears. Yeah. If you needed a baby
2: <laughs> to eat anything, it was Ari. Just <laughs> put Especially in vegetables. Yeah, vegetables. Even till today, if I make a stew with like potatoes and carrots... He'd eat the potatoes in the stew and he'd ask me if I have raw carrots to accompany his meal. He's like, I want the crunchy ones. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah. That's amazing.
1: I I hope it sticks. Okay, so one question. So far, right? Everything's hunky-dory as mothers, these two. (laughs) I don't believe this. I wanna know what have Where's the dirt? Yeah,
2: what have been your Biggest yeah. struggles with like, motherhood. Surely there must be age, something.
0: There must have been. I know oh. it sounds
2: like everything is a breeze for us. Motherhood is not a walk in the park. Yeah, definitely not. All. Especially now, I think for me, I think my challenges are more now that when they're, they're a bit older,
1: right? So the two of you only experience it when the kids are older. Not, yeah, actually, pregnancy was smooth. Not. Um, I mean, by pregnancy
0: was when they were toddlers.
1: Hello, with
3: Charlie. God bless her soul <laughs> She was such a I mean still such a good kid So she She tricked me into thinking Motherhood was easy Yeah and I was like she's a No I mean okay fine She didn't trick me But she made me think Motherhood easy That's was why you said oh, easy. That's It's what easy the- to have number That's two That's what she yeah. does to me Right So I had Dahlia And don't be deceived By her angelic looks. <laughs> she is a gremlin I sort of Saw hints of it When she was a baby I think the first time It really happened was When we brought her For a trip to Europe And at one point In between I don't know how many Connecting flights we took Like she had The most amazing meltdown <laughs> Like she was screaming Her head off And she was in the carrier So she was attached to me On the plane And the plane was trying To take off So you have to get her out And like How I old not, was she here? She was not even one yet Okay Yeah So she was just Screaming and screaming And then like When the plane finally took off And I could Get her back into the carrier I tried to feed her I tried to walk around with her And she was just yelling And it wasn't just like Normal baby cry It was like I had never seen her Scream like that The most enormous tantrum For a tiny baby Okay And I was like Okay this is a one-off thing She's probably very tired I'm very tired too But From the time she Was maybe about one All the way until Early last year Every now and then, she would have these crazy meltdowns. Like, inconsolable crying, screaming, just, like, on the floor, beside herself. Like, she didn't even know what to do. And there's nothing you can do. You can't hold her. She starts struggling and she, like, she screams even louder. You can't talk to her. She will yell. You just have to let her ride it out. Like,
0: I'll just sit on the floor. How long do they last?
3: There was once, it was, like, 45 minutes. I was like, you know what, I'm very hungry. I'm going to go down and get a bite. Like, because our room is on the third floor. I was like, you want to scream, you can scream here by yourself. I'm going downstairs. I thought if I left the room, she would stop. She didn't. I just sat downstairs and ate. And i go like, you just hear her screaming the entire way by herself. I go back up, she's still screaming. And after a while, she snaps out of it and she comes to you and she's like, hi, mommy.
1: Like, <laughs> like yeah. nothing happened. Oh it was goodness. crazy. <laughs> if you have number three, I'll tell you this is a middle child syndrome oh because gosh. I have one. Yeah, exactly. It would, it, like and it that. would happen sometimes, like in the shower.
3: And that's even worse because she's slippery like a fish. You <laughs> pick her up, like what do you do? Like you try to use a towel to like wrap around her so you have like
2: some friction to carry her, <gasps> but she's like slipping and flailing, and it's just like other are, are triggers that kick it off. Like always, something that is
3: no. Persisting? At first, I thought it would only happen when she was tired. Yeah. Right, but then it would happen for like the craziest of reasons Like she would be carrying a ribbon I remember the, the one where I left upstairs it was because she was carrying a long ribbon And I said like, hey, that's dangerous if you're going to go down the stairs with it Why don't I take it for you first And I'll give it to you at the bottom of the stairs And she
0: just flipped
3: And I was like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> and people would never believe it Because you look at her and she's always like So happy and cheerful and Does just, it
0: happen when you're out in public? I mean, I know that happened on the flight. Yeah, what do you do in it, those situations? It
3: never happened when we were out in public. Besides that one time on the plane, it was always when we were home. I and mean, it would never good. happen in front of my parents. It would only happen with <laughs> me and Derek They so saved my, the best for you. Yeah. yeah. So my mom was always like, "No," but she's very sweet with us. I'm like, oh, curse <laughs> under my breath, <laughs> like, I know, right? But so I remember we would like telling like, "Oh my God, what's going on? Like, is she okay? You know? Like, yeah. Because she'll be so mad." You cannot believe that a person that small and that young can hold so much rage. I mean, her nickname is still Gremlin.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't feed her past midnight.
1: Behind her back. (laughs) So I think the struggles will be what? As they grow, they're more complicated.
2: Yeah, I think (laughs) that's it. I guess for me, I just felt that for myself, I feel like I was very like, you know mom, Like she, I have a really good relationship with my mom. So I think all the way till I was maybe 16, I really was never like rebellious. I was a very compliant child. I was Charlie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, you know, and my mom would tell you the same thing. She was like, you know, if all babies were like you, Eric, everyone would have ten babies. You said sixteen, 10, right? So I have like nine more years. Yeah. But yeah. even then I wasn't like trying to purposely, you know, go against her wishes. But I guess I was just like coming into my own and trying to explore the world and things like that, which my mom might disagree on. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess I just always thought that like, you know, when my kids get into their teenage years is when I will have to maybe have like more like deeper conversations with them Mm -hmm. or like talk to them on like a deeper emotional level. Like, I mean, I always talk to them, but I just never knew that the things that I would have to talk about would be ask me questions or behave in a way that I feel like, hey, are you a teenager or are you a little kid? You know, like, and I guess with my mom, she was working when she had me and my brother. So, I mean, I guess amount of time that she had with us is probably a lot less than the amount of time we Mm -hmm. have with our kids now so I know that I get to interact with them a lot more and I raised them in the way where I was always communicating with them and I wanted that as well so now that they're older they seem to have more layers and have more depth and more emotion already even though they're such little kids and I guess sometimes that surprises me right that oh my kids are just six and eight but yeah I feel like if I'm already feeling this <laughs> yeah. emotional sort of like stress right now, like what happens when they are <laughs> older? <laughs> you I know? can
1: tell you it's it changes, like right? right. this too shall pass. Yeah. So what we talked about, mums all the time in their pregnancy – and a lot of the times They're like No it was fine But actually a lot of things happen But you just forget Because mm-hmm. you just Pro- move yeah, on You just move true. on So right now Because we're asking you The questions And there's six and eight But if I ask you this Maybe a year Or two years later You've forgotten this yeah. Because you just keep moving Yeah And if you ask me Anything I don't remember Yeah you're like Oh my children were angels Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but just now, when you just talk about Dahlia, I'm like, oh, that's my number two. Oh, really? She cried for 13 hours on the flight from Singapore to London. Wow, she had London. non-stop. Oh, my God. People were just looking at me like, take that. And then when we <laughs> landed, someone says, shut the baby up. Oh, my God. It was oh, horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've forgotten all this, right? Mm-hmm. You just talked about it. I'm like, yeah. But, you know, six to eight, I'm trying to remember what happened at six to eight years old. I can't. Right now, it's like, oh, I'm celebrating their 21st. I'm having such a great time celebrating all their 21st. So, this too shall pass, right? And that you will forget all these little things that you worry about. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the
2: day, like, my children are amazing. (laughs) That's awesome, I mean, too, you know. It's good to know. Yeah, Yeah. it's good to know. (laughs) I mean, it's still always that way. It's just that I guess now there are different stresses for, for both parent and child, right? Like, they're in school now, you know, and like, my kids are super creative and... To be fair, we let them be very free-spirited. And like, I know when they were little, a lot of people were like, oh, you should set your kid into a routine. You know, make sure you have this for them because it will really help them. But what worked for us then was that the kids kind of always came along with us. Like, I brought them to everything. Like, even if it was late, if they were tired, they would sleep. They could sleep anywhere. And I feel like that is still a blessing for me like even until today if they're out if they were here with us and bedtime was like 9:30 and we're still drinking wine they'd just go to bed wherever like drop here go to sleep <laughs> i can pick them up change them at home and they would still sleep they wouldn't even wake up and i felt that that works for us you know and like it seems to work for them they're good but maybe now that they're older and they have you know suddenly their school there's, there's a there schedule a they have to follow. You know, there are only 24 hours in a day. After you do school, you need to do homework, you need to shower, you need to practice whatever you need to practice and you still want to like go to the playground, you still want to go and see your grandparents and... The lack I suppose Of routine That we had At the start Now I feel like Oh how do I Introduce (laughs) it now You know And I'm a super Spontaneous person Like I'm not An organised human being You know So I'm super reliant On like the mom group chats That I'm in Like they'll like say Hey guys don't forget There's spelling on Monday I'm like Zola there's spelling on Monday You know I mean
3: Literally I think Two weeks ago Erica and I nearly Sent our daughters (laughs) To school On a school (laughs) holiday
2: (laughs) Because both
3: of us didn't know it was a school holiday yeah. until some other moms in my group chat yeah. alerted me to it. And I was like, hey, Eric, there's no there's school. No tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: She's like, well, lucky like you told me. Yeah. Gonna- are the two girls not in the same school? They're they, in the are, same they are, school. but different yes. years. Zola's so in Primary yeah. Two, Charlie's in Primary One. Yeah. But Primary One and Two, they kind of treat them like the same. Like every holiday and HBL class and all those things are all similar. So lucky we have each other. Yeah, I <laughs> So
0: we've gone through COVID, and I mean, it was a long time, and you did. Home-based learning and also running elementary. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm
3: so tired. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when did so you start tired. feeling this tiredness? Right at the beginning or at the end of 2020 or just after Circuit Breaker? Because, you know, we or don't or even throughout. know the timeline. It's been two years.
3: Actually, honestly, for me, it, it was really this year. I don't know when this year. Probably from the start, I was like, oh my God, right? This is never going to end. More so, I guess, within the last few months or so. Yeah.
2: I think for me, it's been from the time Circuit Breaker kicked in. And I think it's like a very clear marker for me because we stayed with my in-laws for six years. Then we moved into our new place in 2019. Like Christmas. We Literally, the first night we slept was Christmas Eve. So we woke up Christmas Uh morning in our new home. And then by late January, February, there was already news of this virus, right? And then March... It was just like fear. I feel like what is happening to the world? And then April or me, I think it was lockdown mm-hmm. already. And then I think for me, it was such a big change and a shift in responsibilities too because now I was upkeeping my own household. So it was super overwhelming. So I feel like I've been tired since <laughs> January 2020. <laughs> you know, and like just not having any avenue to take a break or feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's It's just been a lot the last two years and I think the uncertainty of when this is ever gonna and you know the openings and the closings again and the heightened measures yeah, like who even knows yeah. and then the relaxed on. things like I don't even know how to feel and what to feel anymore like I think the very last one not this one where you know now we can eat in the family of five but I think the second time that we kind of had to go into the semi heightened measure or lockdown whatever it is we call it now I felt nothing. And I think that's mm. what I yeah. knew. Yes. I felt nothing. You're I numb. Like, mm. I don't even... I whatever. Like... Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, you're I numb. was really just... Whatever. Just, <laughs> yeah.
1: It doesn't matter anymore. Just whatever. But Brie, share your story. Yeah. Of having on my, like, what's that? <laughs> by, by yourself. You know, she's not met your family for two years. Yeah. So this is the same When you ask them how they felt about this. What about you? Yeah. The
0: way that I feel lucky is that they're so young... I can't imagine doing what I did if she was older and how hard that must have been to do home-based learning for two children plus running a business. Of course, mine's sad because my family, you've had your in-laws and all of that, and I had None of that, no helper for a very long time. Yeah. So I kind of just did it. But I think with motherhood, you just get it done. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You see, you <laughs> forgotten, I mean, you? Yeah, <laughs> you've forgotten, didn't you? You've forgotten all that. <laughs> I've forgotten <laughs> all the sadness, the amount of tears that I've yeah. cried because you just have to move on. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's <laughs> true. Just, Nick, well, here we go, wrap up today. Tomorrow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we start yeah. again.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. So, that's so we, the, always,
1: we always ask three questions. and right? One of the things would be, what is one product you can't live without? During pregnancy. During pregnancy I or? think
0: at motherhood. At motherhood. I think both. Otherhood. Both.
1: For motherhood, it would be red wine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you can't see this but we're all
0: drinking wine right now. <laughs> we can Not rich, rich. We can okay. Just wine. Yes. Yes. My
2: glass
3: is empty. Wow, during pregnancy, I don't know if there was anything that I really felt like, oh my god, I need this so badly every day. But I had very, very bad water retention. I had cankles. error Erica. Did, it would make fun of my feet. My brothers would like… Oh. Poke my feet Even like, I would, it would just it. leave Like a dent Because that's how swollen It was oh And it was God. For a long time I was very embarrassed
2: yeah. Like she it. would wear Strappy sandals I'm like Sham just don't wear The strappy <laughs> yeah, sandals Yeah because it looks like sausage. You know when you, when you Tie up a sausage on you know, the fat <laughs> like,
0: Did, that I, was did it go away As soon as you gave birth Yes <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, you know, like, I could only use Melissa shoes during my first pregnancy because they had, like, nice cushy soles and they would stretch with my feet. And you know what? After I gave birth, I couldn't wear them anymore because they had stretched to a point where
0: when I put my feet in, I'm like, this
3: is, like, a size bigger than my
0: feet. <laughs> and how about products, like, during
3: the motherhood? First after, bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, after. Yeah, after. Um, when the baby arrives, right? Like, I always say the baby be beyond. Because there still sits in it.
3: Oh, you know the wingsuit.
1: What was what brand is it? The wingsuit. Yeah, oh, the one the zip
0: up the. Yeah, um, you know. Oh, love
1: to swaddle. Yes, yes. So you didn't use the swaddling blankets, but you used the what? what it's, was it's so The little blanket? No, it's a sleeping bag. A sleeping it's a sleeping bag. Yeah, the it
3: yeah. And they look so cute. They look like either little seals or small yeah, snow yes, angels. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, you yes. know, and it's so convenient. You just zip it up. Yeah. yeah. yeah I good
1: one. That was... But I remember women. you learning to swaddle Dahlia yeah. in the beginning and then like, oh, forget this. Love to swaddle is so <laughs> <Yeah>. easier. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. I mean, with Charlie, I swaddled her yeah. a regular way and then when I got the love to swaddle, I was like, where has been? It was so your cool. life. Actually, yeah. if I, when I look back at a lot of Dahlia's baby pictures, she's always in that swaddle. So, a white one, a grey one, a one like with stars. Like. Yeah. So yeah. Cool, what yeah. prom so did cool. you have? Oh, I had a uh, bugaboo. Yes. Both of us had bugaboo. Yeah. The bee, right? The bee. Yeah. the bee, yeah. It's the best. I still have it. <laughs> I still <laughs> use it. Too. I still yeah. use it. When we go to the zoo, I bring it because... Really? I was going to
0: ask that because they get tired, right? Yeah, yeah. And they just don't want to walk. Yeah. and make you carry
3: them. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I'd rather just chuck Dahlia in it. Always Dahlia. On the way out and then like just push. And also because I can use it to just like put my bag and their like, yes. water bottles then and you stuff can and just push, push it. it. And the yeah. basket's so roomy. You can put yeah. everything there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so I'm the still be. using it. The you same one the I got when Charlie was born. B5? B3. Huh? I think has a B3. How it was a bugaboo long ago? B3. Wow.
0: And what am B6? I? C6. Wow. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Whoa. That is so the only a three- stroller I've ever had, besides a travel stroller that I borrowed from you once. I-
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Like A yo-yo I think it, the No the, yeah. Just for No I think it was the for nano different. Yeah the nano
2: Yeah right. yeah Just for travel yeah. You had the yo-yo Just for travel like. Yeah actually No I have the yo-yo For like everyday life <laughs> yeah. I still have it now And like Even though the kids Are so big Some nights We go to my mom's Quite often And like If they sleep there And they, they weigh a ton Now And when they <laughs> Are sleeping It's like dead weight I feel like I'm carrying my own body weight yep. <laughs> It's so helpful to have Because like Ari can yeah. still fit into it So you know i we're just carrying one kid, and like everything else can go underneath. underneath so I still, yeah. and I think the best thing about the yo yo zen is that it collapses into such a small, compact, I guess, little piece yeah. that you can like just put in a shelf, right? So I love it. Yeah. The baby zen can take my weight. Really, <laughs> I know
1: that's great. Right.
2: <laughs> So you're gonna make them push so, me So next you time. can sit in it and
1: say, look, I'm resting. <laughs> yeah,
0: mommy's
2: tired. Push me now. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, I love having
0: strollers
3: with me though. Yeah. you can chuck your bag. Yeah, it's you so good. You can put your coffee. Exactly, yes. you have the attachments, right? They yeah. have umbrellas. And then if your kid is out, they can just sleep in it, and then yeah. you can like. I, know. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. I, I think
2: the reason why I feel like my lifestyle never changed very much was because I had such great strollers. you could just yeah. bring the kids all the time so when I had two of them I had just like the bugaboo attachment well, like the, the a little seat, at the back. seat. Yeah. so like Zola could sit down and then I could even face them to each other so Zola would entertain Ari While yeah. I pushed them along Everywhere yeah. we went Everywhere I still use
3: it for the yeah, zoo it's Also it's so, so funny good. Every time
2: we take the stroller out They're like We're going to the zoo we <laughs> <laughs> so surprised them
3: because
0: right? They see the stroller They
3: only know we bring it to one place I love it. <laughs> it. Can
0: I just <laughs> say yeah. how much I love this Yes it? I'm going
3: tomorrow <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's my favourite yeah, I
3: stay kind of near to the zoo So we try to go as often as There's we can There's so
0: many things I mean, then,
3: And I
2: never get sick of it Yeah I mean, And, and every time you go The animals do different things anyway yep. So it's like so great. This is not
0: advertisement for the <laughs> zoo But like we even have the year pass And yeah. it was the best exactly. My parents got it for us You just <laughs> like, have to <laughs> go <laughs> what like
3: two or three times And you would have you meet, know, your me, meet your money's worth yeah. So you guys
1: are friends of the zoo? Yeah like
3: BFFs of yeah. The zoo. Yeah. Yeah. Not just <laughs> friends
1: So yeah. talking about BFFs You two are BFFs yeah. We are Since
3: 15 Sharon and Brie want to know If we've <laughs> ever fought Yeah,
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. come on yeah. Yeah. Since, Since 15
1: you have to have fought Since 15 What? you year of 30, 30 How 38 How 30 30, 38 Yeah It's yeah, been gosh, 23 oh, come years. on yeah. Yeah.
2: Never Never I know it sounds shocking Now that yeah, we see it It does sound nuts How come we Have never fought In 20 I don't know if I'm fight
1: now Yeah <laughs> 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 no, no but you see Being friends is one right and you see each other occasionally you guys work together so you see each other what I don't know you see each other more than you see your husband so
3: we work together and we see each other socially as well there was once we went on a holiday together and like we were given separate rooms right but we chose chose to to sleep sleep in the same room and then we didn't sleep we were complaining like oh it's so great you know we're so tired we get to go on this holiday together then we can just sleep no we stayed up the whole night talking and while we were talking we were like this is ridiculous Yeah, we should sleep we said we wanted to sleep but not sleeping. Also, what are we even talking about? Why do we have so much to talk about? <laughs> we see each other every day. Yeah. Oh my
2: gosh Yeah, but it's true. I don't know. We're super lucky that we have this friendship. In you each other you don't even have yeah. like an eye roll sometimes. I mean, like, surely, um, surely, yeah. They yeah. surely they fight. Surely, not roll even like eyes. I, it's okay
0: if you don't fight, but you must be like, yeah, like I'm doing an eye roll I'm like. Uh, No, I mean
3: I'm sure only are like, huh, okay, work, you know. But it's not because like think Erica is annoying. I know. I I
2: think I've only ever done an eye roll as a joke, like playfully, like ah, Shamin. Okay, (laughs) okay, okay. (laughs) But never like I don't know. I think I've never genuinely felt any animosity or like.
3: Yeah, I hate to what
2: you. Thank goodness. I
3: That's mean, don't get us wrong. We definitely disagree on things, you know. For sure.
2: Especially on the work front, right? Because yeah, but they, it's
3: never like a contentious issue, you know. Yeah. It's like, it's not as if we disagree on something that has to do with like morals and values. Or yeah. Well, it's it's good usually things guys like are good at colours, colours. Like mothers music.
0: together. You don't have any crazy mums, are there?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've encountered some on my IG as well. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, but you guys work well together also as mums. Like have similar values yeah. and Yeah, similar we definitely have
2: similar of, values. Yeah, so you know. I feel like it's easy to, to have our children hang out because it's consistent. Like whatever mm-hmm. the rules are at my house are similar at her yeah, house. Yeah. So it's really easy that way. Like, you know, the kids can go over. I don't have to be there and like, you know, we trust each other to watch each other's kids, I suppose. That, yeah. that helps. Yeah. And you're each other's godparents to the children, right? No, I'm oh, not, but oh, has is Goma to, to Zola. In, Zola. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, were you guys ever separated or were you guys always together? So, you mean? would have gone away, I mean, <laughs> as, like
2: attached by the hip. <laughs> I'm
1: like, huh? Like, I mean, you know, the we the time home that you home to spend different houses different, at night. What you and I can't streets. even the same
3: <laughs> We were, we were. After we both finished our diplomas, Erica went to Melbourne to study and yeah. I moved to Hong Kong.
2: Yeah, so we were separated
1: mm. for like so about did, two, three years. Yeah, those three years did not uh, not at all. Mm. I don't even have to finish my sentence. <laughs> yeah. but but did like, you guys talk things. every day or not really?
2: And you just kind of yeah. I mean, we, we never called each other every day. It was like expensive was to, to do that, but like yeah, we would online. just chat online. And we were just talking that we had, yeah, a we had blog. blogs. We had blogs, and then we would just communicate with each other a lot. Like it was a way for us to keep in touch. So I never felt like I missed out on any part of Shams life, and I think she never felt like she missed. Any part of mine. Mm. And then when we would come home for the holidays, yeah. it would just be like nothing. There's had no changed. time. No yeah. time had passed. And your I mean, husband. We're just
3: very similarly easygoing people. Yeah. And yeah. also yeah, like sure. we don't dwell on things. So Or if there's something that we might potentially disagree about at work, like we just talk it out, you know? Yeah. So it's none of that ego
0: like
1: yeah. yeah. that's amazing. Like yeah. that. That's amazing friendship,
0: huh? And your husbands get along.
2: Yeah, yeah, so like we, we, we <laughs> we're so different. I had to touch
0: along. on that because I wonder yeah. if you didn't like each other's <laughs>
2: point oh, no, that would, yeah. Actually, Suck. I think it's great that you brought that up because it was almost when we finally met our life partners, it was like, yes. Because like, they, get they get along. And <laughs> we all <laughs> so get so along. Right. It's yeah. like I get along with Derek. Sham has always actually known Kev, like they've yeah. been friends or so. And then Derek and Kevin did a lot. Yeah. So we're like... Actually, yeah, that was yeah, most yes. surprising for me because they are so different. But they, they both so love different. music. I they think. both love music. Kevin is super easygoing. Yeah. And they both love sake. And yeah. they both love drinking. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and there are a lot of things that they can talk about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. Like, I love that. Yeah. yeah. So I, we're I, super lucky. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then our,
3: our siblings know each other. Our siblings.
2: Actually, all our siblings are exactly to the same together. age. Yeah. Except right. one of them. So like...
3: Our siblings all ended up going to the same schools. Two different schools. But they ended up in the same schools.
2: So, mm, I love it. The universe wow. knew what it was doing. yeah, our moms always work. he's eagles. Yeah, it's crazy. Meant
3: to be.
1: I think that's a good question, Bree, Because sometimes you could be BFFs, but you can't spend that much more time together because your partners don't get along. Get along. Therefore, you can't do the, you know, whole family thing necessarily mm-hmm. too often because you know you need some space. But yeah. this is amazing. amazing. Did they do dark
2: dates? Like, Actually, they have the done. Out. That's Maybe a great should. idea. We should. Yeah. <laughs> Derek, and Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> they have done, like, <laughs> you know, they, they obviously date. take the kids out on their own very often, but yeah, never together. Yeah. Actually, I'll be interested to see how <laughs> yeah. that goes. Yeah, can Actually, you do i you yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm sure we'll be fine. And once we unlock that, imagine the things that we can <laughs> do. <about ourselves. laughs> oh no, Bree, what have you suggested?
1: <laughs> They'll I be for you guys.
2: Excuse me Brie yeah, I heard you told my <laughs> wife. I, I just set up a date for I can't her. wait for For both our families To be able to go on holiday Together again oh, Yeah the right. last time Yeah we even did Family trips together We went to Cebu right Yeah we did yeah, We did. Yeah, was went to Cebu so together fun, And then we yeah. went on holiday Without the kids We did, the four of of us. us. We love the kids. And we did such great stuff. We climbed Mount Baton. Yeah, we climbed the volcano. We went for like a cycling Cycling trek trek around (laughs) Bali. Look at us, man.
0: this is why I love them. (laughs) This is why I'm weirdly obsessed with them. We come like your weirdo
1: fans. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay, Bri, before we go. We have a couple more questions. The next one is, what surprised you most about motherhood?
3: How much I love to sleep. I never realised
0: how much I love to sleep
3: Until I became a mother and
2: I was like What? <laughs> yeah, because you're quite like A you know, yeah. night
3: owl You like to deal, they do stuff I would sleep very few hours That was by choice Now I don't have a choice <laughs> um, No, but I think What surprised me the most About motherhood Is actually how much I learned from my kids and not the other way around. You think that like, oh, you, I'm the parent. I'm supposed to know everything. I'm supposed to impart all this knowledge, mm-hmm. but actually, no. It's my children who are dropping all these like truth and knowledge bombs mm-hmm. every day. The wisdom, right? Yeah, the wisdom yeah. that surprises me all the time. What about you, Erica?
2: I think for me, I know it's gonna sound hard to believe and contradictory because I live quite a large portion of my life on social media. But motherhood has actually shown me that I'm actually a very private person. <laughs> Yeah I was surprised and it was the moment that Zola was born like you know when she was born you know everyone's on that group chat and then like it's announced like Erica delivered Zola and then you send the baby pictures and everything everybody at that time because not COVID you know you could have as many guests as you wanted in the day to come and see the baby and obviously everyone's so happy to see you but I remember telling Kev like I just want to have a day like could I just have a day just us definitely our parents And, like, very close friends. I think Sham came on the first year. But, like, I remember, like, a lot of our... Not that they're not good friends. But they were not, like, the inner circle of friends. I realized, you know, I didn't really want, almost, to share this moment with them. Because I realized how special it was. And I really wanted it to be just ours. Yeah. And more and more, I guess, with more experiences that I have with the kids. Like, even though I share a lot about what we do on social media, I feel like there are a lot of times where, like, I'm just so happy that I have this safe space like even the home like when we moved in like everyone was like I mean I know it's very common like now they're like oh can we have a house tour and I was like no it's like, really like <laughs> this is my home and, and private it's space. more like protective, over like, protective your, over like your yeah, special moments. Yeah. yeah and like you know we had spent six years living with my in-laws and it was the first time we had our own family home. I find that I actually I'm quite a private person when it comes to my family. And at first, I was just like, what's wrong with me? Like, you know, like, (laughs) this is not who I am, right? But I just realised, like, hey, you know, I just really enjoy keeping these moments between the four of us or just close friends and family. And like, yeah. And like what Sham said, I think as the kids get older, I think they really have taught me many life lessons. It sounds insane because they're only Mm -hmm. six and eight. But I feel like sometimes they say things to me, I'm just like, what did you say? <laughs>
3: yeah. Are you 80? Yeah. Are you precious? <laughs> Are you so precious? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you guys would agree as well But like motherhood has taught me that I can do hard things. Yeah, like, Yeah, I think... I probably had a boost in my self confidence after becoming a mother because yeah. I realized I can do all this. I can do a My lot kids of black are black. still alive, yeah. <laughs> yeah. thriving, you know, like, and they're great kids. So I don't think we take enough credit for that sometimes. Like, oh, it's so but, true. Yeah. Right? I do. I have no <laughs> problems with that <laughs> No but I feel like I also like Learn to acknowledge that And be more yes. confident From talking to you You know it's Yeah no, I I
1: feel like my yeah. kids Were the one who taught me A lot as well yeah. you No, know, I always go by Be the mother you want to be Remember yeah. I always say to you guys Be the mother you want to be And that's because My kids taught me that Because I'm nobody else's mother But my own three children mm-hmm. And I think that makes a difference And when you become a mom, Like you said You just You can do anything Yeah Literally
0: anything. I'm sure you've had a million times where shit has hit the fan. (laughs) Literally, right? (laughs) (laughs) Probably literally. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I had a moment the other day and I just came home and I'm like, where's my fucking round of applause? (laughs) (laughs) It's so amazing. I just did that. Nobody really witnessed it but I'm great. (laughs) It
3: just just reminded me of this time when I was in Amsterdam. I was at a wedding. So I was dressed in like a nice purple suit and everything and I had Dahlia with me in a carrier. She was in a beautiful dress and then she had the most explosive diarrhea. (laughs) And she's strapped to me, right? So I'm like, Oh my god, I'm freaking out. So like, like, I run to the toilet. She's alone. I'm just—it's just, it's just <laughs> her and me, right? And I like—I have a handbag with like wet wipes and a diaper. Oh and I'm in heels. And when I get to the toilet, it's tiny and there's no changing mat. It's like a dinner venue. Yeah, changing way. table. Yeah. Like. So I'm like, oh my god, where am I gonna change her? And then I had to like get her out of the carrier, take her out of her dress, and then it's like one hand trying to carry, her, one trying to take her out the diaper, oh my gosh. clean her, and like. And I go back and nobody even noticed anything. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, Where was your yeah. round of applause?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: here. It's right, right here. here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, didn't, like, I didn't have yeah. to cheat. I was still pristine. <laughs> nobody even knew so, my okay, hair back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. poo
2: anywhere on you. That but is so good.
3: Why do they do this to
2: us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true.
1: Okay, last but not least. What values would you like to impart on your children?
3: I mean, for me, it's always been kindness. Mm. Generosity and kindness. I always talk to them about how, like, you know, they are so lucky. They've never been left wanting for anything. Mm. But to not take that for granted as well. Yeah, so I think that is the most important
2: thing for me, I think. All right. yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's empathy. Because, you know, I think we have a lot of conversations where I try to explain to them, like, you know, how would you feel if this was happening to you? Right? To kind of get them to understand that not everyone experiences life the way they do sometimes, yeah. and even between the two of us, you know, in the family, like, and the two of them, it's like we go through a situation, but the two of them have different takeaways. But to be able to sort of put yourself in someone else's shoes, I think that's the seed for for everything to to grow in them. Mm-hmm. So I try very often me and Kev to to just talk to them about different situations, what are what are things that are happening even in the world, and like you know, ask them how they would feel if that was them, and yeah, I think I'm really lucky that. I have a support system so everyone that is in their lives often I guess has these conversations with them. Yeah. So hopefully they, they carried that into their that. adulthood.
0: I love it. You guys are great. And you are forever, great. Too. An inspiration to me. Yes. I love you guys. You're a weird fan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> me too. I learned so much from these two. <laughs> And we have learned so much from you. Yeah. you like adopted us when you basically okay. gave us the mother, the mother's <laughs> work also. Contract. I mean, I,
3: I love that when we were first introduced to mother's world, you were like, all right, okay, these are the things that you actually don't need. You know, yeah. Yeah. which is like the opposite of what you people would think that you would, tr- yeah. would say, right? But you're like, don't need all these things. These are the only yeah. things you need. Yeah, exactly. And I if you want to find out what those things are, hit the mother's
2: world. Hit the mother's world. <laughs> and I, and, I, and I think the the one amazing thing that. Came from this relationship That we have to Obviously is that The wisdom that you share with us But even though I had Zola And you had Charlie When we walked into Mother's World It was the first time I feel like We were properly educated On baby products Like Shams said What we needed What we didn't need But also That there are Many different Ways ways to to parent And to make Things work for you Mm -hmm. Right And I remember you telling me That story when you were in Hong Kong And you had a stroller And you had your kids And you were just like This stroller can't shut with one hand What kind of crappy stroller is this (laughs) Every mom needs to shut things down With one hand And it makes so much sense Because it's true And I think because you think And you care so much About a mother's experience That you've built this amazing business That helps us all Freaking keep our sanity Mm -hmm.
1: No, but I learned so much From you guys too And I'm still living In this zone, right? Like I said I just celebrated 21st birthday Woo! With my youngest oh. And I'm still hanging out <laughs> With you guys Learning all about
0: Your young kids You're the godmother To Thea So you've, you've still got
1: yeah.
3: A 16-month-old yeah. I'm you learning. young I'm though. learning
0: It keeps you young
3: as Yes,
1: well. yes yeah. And in fact my daughter She said to dad Dad, you know Mum's friends The ladies, the women That she hangs out with They're all decades Younger than her <laughs> I'm like, shh, don't tell anybody that.
0: Anyways, thank you so much. We could chat for hours with we you, could. but we've got to shut this down because we have got things to do. With but one <laughs> hand. Yes. Yes, shut hint. it down with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for joining the Making of Motherhood
3: podcast. Yeah. Thanks, Bye. Erica. Thanks, Shami. Thank
1: you.